Beautiful souls, welcome to the Fitness and Mimosas podcast. Your body is your lingerie full of the most sensual, softest, and luxuriously beautiful lace in the world. And when we wear ourselves, when we own our goddess essence, when we redefine ourselves and unleash our glow, it helps someone else unleash their glow next to you. And today on the Fitness and Mimosas podcast, I have my beautiful goddess girlfriend, Evelyn. Welcome to the podcast, beautiful. Hello. <laughs> Evelyn, she's the one who's always, like, you can feel her walk into the room. She's like this little light of just joy, this positive energy. She's always uplifting people. And she's just, like, have you ever met those, like, sweet people that they just uplift, they pour into others, you turn around and be like, what's going on? Oh, there's Evelyn helping someone out. That's going to be Evelyn. So I love, I just, I love your glow. And I know, like, sometimes you put on this like sweet happiness even when you're going through different things and the way you wear yourself as lingerie just really inspires me so for you when i said wearing our bodies as lingerie like what does that mean to you um could you elaborate a little bit more like yeah like how would you describe yourself if you were a piece of lingerie what would you say oh bad bitch (laughs) (laughs) yes and what does a bad bitch do um, oh my gosh, I don't know. Honestly, it just has to do like with me whenever I just look at myself and I'm like just feeling myself. I'm like, all right, girl, that's you. And I start doing my little hand pose, moving my shoulders, yes! doing my hair flip and just look at myself and I'm like, all right, because I know I'm the baddest bitch in the room. So, so you just own it. I just own it. Just make sure. There is times where I do like, I have noticed that I can middle myself because I don't feel like I'm the baddest bitch in the room, but I'm like, later on, I'm just like, girl. So how do you shake that off when you find yourself Uh, like that? There's times where I can't really shake it off, but I just told myself like, hey, not everybody looks the same. Everybody is different. Everybody is uh, beautiful in their own certain way. So you cannot compare yourself to another person because you have your own way of describing yourself as to being a beautiful person. So... And the way that I tell myself, like, oh, well, you're a bad bitch. Everybody has their own ways of being a bad bitch. Like, you could be a bad bitch because you work fucking hard. Sorry, excuse my language. You're good. You're you golden. It's been you. hard and you're hustling and you know what you're doing. You could be a bad bitch because, girl, you're losing weight or you're gaining weight. You're doing mm-hmm. what you want to do right there. You're getting your education. And like me, I tell myself, all right, you're getting your education. You're working. You're looking cute. Your soul is good. So I'm a bad bitch right there. Yeah. <laughs> I say that. I don't know. I love that. And that kind of goes, so Evelyn and I just did a boudoir shoot together for her birthday. And we were talking about like not putting ourselves in a mold. So it's kind of like you're taking your own dictionary and you're rewriting it with like, Mm -hmm. these are my terms. There's times where like, I go back to feeling like I'm in a mold, like I'm in a shoebox and mm-hmm. I can't get out of it. Like right now, I'm out of that shoebox. Um, but if, I, if you were to ask me a year ago right now, I would most definitely be in that shoebox and I would not be able to unleash out or just get out because I would feel trapped and like not comfortable with who I am or anything like that. But right now I am extremely comfortable. So that's why I'm basically doing the shoot. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So what did the shoebox feel like um i guess it's more i i what i've told my friends is that hey i compare myself to others and i know i should not do that but i always do it because there's times where i'm like am i the ugly friend of the group like everybody else is so pretty i yeah it's things that i ask but i feel like it has a lot to do with 
who I grew up with, my childhood and all that, like during my teen years, I always had that type of thing growing up where there would be little me like, oh my gosh, you're getting fat, you're fat, you're ugly. And it was always a thing that people would tell me. And there was times where they'll be like, oh, like she's cute, she's pretty, but then, oh, she's gaining weight. Like the confidence will go down and it goes up. So then ever since when I came to college, I was more experienced to more people that I've never met before. And I'm like, wow, like I, they're so beautiful and I just feel like I'm ugly. So I would compare myself to them. Mm-hmm. And then um, just will compare myself, you know, and everything like with stuff like that. And I know I shouldn't do that, but I would do that. And I would find myself constantly doing that. And I guess like, Another part had to do with, like, I would question my body image and, like, my self-worth um, when I was going to get a little personal, but, like, whenever I started college, um, I had a boyfriend, and at a point, I found out that he was cheating on me with somebody else, and mm-hmm. I started comparing myself to the girl, and I was like, well, I don't have the same body as her, um, I don't look like her, why, like, I would, I would try to compare it, and I'm just like, what happened? Like, what's going on? Like, am I So not? you internalized on you. Yeah, I kind of, like, did it on myself, and after that, like, I was just, I just found myself really sad, like, body shaming me, like, calling myself ugly, but then there was days where I would uplift myself, and I would tell myself, like, girl, you're cute, but then deep down, I would still feel like it wasn't enough. Like, with my friends, whenever we would go tailgating, we would go swimming, I would I don't wear two pieces, I don't wear bathing suits, why? Because I'm very uncomfortable with my body, well, I was at a point, and I would compare myself to them, like, I'm the fat friend of the group, y'all are so skinny, like, y'all are so fit, y'all always watch what you eat, I just, you wanna go eat, let's go, or one of them, um, one of my friends, um, she would always, like, tell me, like, Evelyn, stop telling yourself that, and I'm just like, I can't, like, it's just who I grew up around with. Like, who reminds me every day, like, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. So I would always allow that to get to my head and, well, you know, never felt good about myself. And even a year ago, like, I was in a very, very dark place um, to where that led me to just decrease, like, degrade myself down, like, make myself, like, feel even more worthless. So from right there, I was, like, I just felt like I wasn't really anything anymore. But now, honestly, I feel like... Um, after being diagnosed with PCOS, um, my doctor said, hey, you need to, like, I'm going to be straight up with you. You need to change what you do, like, everything on your everyday life. You need to get on a strict diet because the things that you eat do, uh, like, it makes you bloated and it makes you have all these pains. And, well, you just changing the way that you eat will help you out. And I guess, like, ever since I started losing, like, the little, little of the weight from right there, I started feeling like, okay, like, okay. But then during quarantine... It got to the point I was back to that dark place. It got to the point where... Quarantine got real, right? Yes. <laughs> I gained, what, 15 pounds? I went back home. And I didn't even want to go outside because I was so embarrassed of how I look. My friends, when I would hang out with them, well, I would hang out with my best friend or my other friend. But since my best friend was pregnant at the time, she wouldn't really go anywhere. So we would just be inside. But yeah. my other friend... Um, she would tell me like, oh, let's hang out, let's go here or there, and I'm like, I don't want to because I don't want anyone to see me that I know, because I felt so fat, and I've had people tell me like she got fat, so I just felt more crappy, and I was like, well, I already feel like shit, and people telling people the circle around me was telling me that I felt more that I looked fat, so I kept putting that into my head, and I'm just like, okay. But then when I came over here, I came back, which is why I love San Marcos. I don't know, I just feel like I can be myself. 
and I can just walk around freely looking however I want. Right. Um, With your... Yeah, like, <laughs> when I go to Dallas, it's a whole different story. When I come here, I'm like, all right, girl, you're on and popping. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Um, well, that happened. And, well, like, now I'm just like, all right, girl. Like, I don't be know. Be free yourself. Yeah, I'd be free myself in a little bit in a way. But I also gained more confidence when I started changing the way that I looked because I, my friend has been telling me, if you don't like the way that you look, change it. And mm -hmm. I didn't like the way that I looked, but I would complain and not do anything about it. And now I'm like, you need to stop saying that because you've been saying that for years. So. And it's kind of funny when you say, not funny, but like when you, so I say like our bodies are kind of like our little kids. Mm -hmm. So I used to tell myself I was ugly all the time. Like, oh, you're so ugly. You're so ugly. You're so ugly. Like from a shame, like you're just so ugly. But my body, because it's like a little kid, it puts its head down and it follows us, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So how did, like, what was that breaking point of you being like, okay, these people are telling me this, but I know that's not my truth. Because I also say, like, when something's not your truth, it feels bad in your body. But when something's your truth, that's why it feels good. Like, the reason why it feels good to look in the mirror and say I'm beautiful is because you are. Mm -hmm. So... Are you asking how did I like deal with it or yeah um, like how so, did you be like no I'm not this so I usually look I I tend to care what everybody thinks sometimes I like based on how you know because yeah we all do it's we all do. part we of say yeah that we, don't, we, we all do. do there's time there's certain things that I don't care about you know because I'm like oh whatever I'm not gonna waste my energy on that but when it comes to this because I grew up hearing it and because I, no matter every time, like if someone calls me, like FaceTime, even there's times where I don't want to FaceTime because I feel like a little busted and a little ugly. But I just kept telling myself, like, stop telling yourself that because, hey, like, if you're not going to look. Okay, so I kind of made up my deal in my head. You know how I was telling you that I wanted to get cuffed? <laughs> yes. Well. Which I didn't know what it meant because I'm not hip with the logo. So that means getting with someone in case anyone else is getting old like me. That just means getting in a relationship. <laughs> well, I kind of like told myself, well, I like to be very independent. I don't like to... I like being single. I like being able to do, yeah. go up and running and do whatever I want to do without having to actually think about the, another person. Just, and it's not so, I don't think it's selfish because it's just like, well, I'm dealing with myself. I'm, it's for me, like, it's not for you. Right. So, to me, it's like, okay, well, I have my freedom, have my happiness. I am my own person who I decide if I want to create my happiness or if I want to be sad. So, I've been telling myself, okay, well, well, kind of like, I made my, I already planned for, like, my future. And I already made myself, told, I already told myself, like, hey, if you're not going to get married, you might as well just stick on with yourself, put on a happy routine, and just go on through there. Because if not, who's, why are you going to seek out and look for it when you can bring it on to yourself? Like, That's why do you want to do that? Like, why do you feel the need that you need somebody else to reassure you that you are beautiful, that you are happy, that you right. are confident with yourself, and like that you are this certain person when you can do that to yourself? Like... You but that's so courageous, though, Evelyn, because some people never get to that point. Yeah, and it's I've know I've met a lot of people who cannot get to that point, and it scares me because I see the way that they lead onto it, and which yeah. is why I'm like I don't want to lead into that path because then later on I'm going to just try to depend on somebody mm -hmm. else to tell me how what I'm worth when I know what I'm worth and I know that I'm worth more than that, and I'm not trying to say like well they're like little they're like degrading down, but in a way. 
you got to keep in mind to yourself, like, later on, like, what if something happens or if you're just in a point where you just feel worthless and they no longer make you feel confident, you're the one who's going to have to pick yourself up and tell yourself, like, hey, come on, snap out of it. So it's like I tell myself that often. But then there's times where there's times where I do shift down. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, crap. Like, I'm so I just talk down on myself. But then I tell myself, like, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, you need to stop saying that, girl. So I remind myself. I so you're like, your own girlfriend I now. Am. You kind of like redefined what that felt like yeah, for you. Yeah, I like, and this is because I noticed that back then I was that girl who would, I like attention. Don't, that, that's just me. It's just yeah. my Libra self. Everybody says, oh, that's her Libra self. It is. I like attention. <laughs> I like the intention always on me. But back then I would use it as reassurance to make myself feel better. Tell me like, oh, I'm pretty. Okay, he says I'm pretty. Oh, they say I'm pretty or here and there. Mm -hmm. Like, I would use it, and I would rely on that at all times. So if I did not look pretty, I would be like, oh, my gosh, they think I'm ugly. And now I'm just like, I don't care what you think because I know I'm pretty, and I know what I'm worth. So now I'm like, I use it different in a way. So what would your advice be for the person that's listening to your story, and they want to be like, okay, so kind of segue. I call these like pre-Adriana Lima moments, pre-Adriana Lima moments, and the reason why I do that is because I once saw an old-fashioned show with Tyra Banks walking down the runway, and it like shot over to this girl in the corner. But the girl looked really familiar, but she looked like awkward and scared and nervous. And I'm like, who is she? And then as Tyra Banks is walking back up, and the girl's just looking at Tyra like, wow, because it's Tyra Banks and her stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And when the camera zoomed in, I realized it was Adriana Lima before she was Adriana Lima. Mm -hmm. So it was like... Before she realized, you know what I mean? Before she realized who she really was. Exactly. But she always had, already had the wings. She had the wings stand up in the, the corner of the stage. So that we all have our pre adrenaline Lima moments. You were beautiful, gorgeous, 15 pounds, 25 pounds, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. But that was a pre adrenaline Lima moment just because you hadn't realized who you were. Mm -hmm. So what would your advice be to the person who's listening to you, but they know like I'm in my pre adrenaline Lima moment now. I guess I would like say don't I know we all care what people think but don't pay too much mind to it because tell this to yourself they may be trying to belittle, belittle you down because they don't feel confident with themselves and they want to see you down with them they don't want to see you bright they don't want to see you shine or anything like that so don't listen to anyone who tells you negative stuff because you don't need to hear that like you don't need you don't need that negative energy on you I guess another thing would just be just be confident in yourself like tell yourself you are a bad bitch because you are a bad bitch don't let nobody tell you you're not because who are they to tell you they don't know what what's in you they don't know who you really are only you know yourself so why are you gonna yeah. allow somebody else to tell you you're not a bad bitch because they don't know you they don't know what you do they don't they're not in your yeah. everyday life they're not in your body they don't know your soul so why would you allow somebody else to tell you that you're not a bad bitch I don't know if you ever heard that I'm a princess at work, but <laughs> I tell myself that I'm a princess because I yeah. am one. I'm like, so what? Like, any of they think I'm not, you're not going to tell me. I'm not going to listen to you because you're telling me I'm not. Like, who do you think you are? You're not me. <laughs> so I guess there's that part. Another one would just be um, don't allow social media because social media has a big aspect in it. Don't allow what you see on social media to get into your head. Don't allow someone, oh, they're so fit, they're so skinny, they have a big butt, they have big boobs, they're just... Girl, you know what filter they use. You don't know who, what 
because even them themselves may not be confident in themselves the persons who social media puts out to be like it, you're trying to portray something that it's not and you shouldn't do that just because it doesn't it fits somebody else different doesn't mean that it's gonna fit you well you need to go ahead and stop comparing it which I told myself that stop comparing it and live it up and just hey if you feel like social media is like making you go down just get off of it which is why sometimes I'm not on yes. social media like on Instagram because I start to tell myself like oh my friends are so pretty like I don't look pretty no stop saying that because you are a bad bitch you're pretty stop so I get off the social media and I go and I just like focus on myself I have those moments why do you think we're like that though because I think I struggled with that too if I hadn't been thinking like so I guess it has a lot to do with when you're growing up, because look, so when I was a child, don't get me wrong, I was a little, had a little meat on myself, a little chunky, and I always had my aunts or my cousins, you need to lose weight, you're fat. At school, the girls were always skinny, they always, I saw that, I was little, but I saw the guys would always go for the skinny girls. They would always mm -hmm. talk bad on somebody who had a little bit of meat on them, and they would always just portray that. Even the, the TV would portray that. They would say like, oh, look at this beautiful girl. But they would never put another image on there. So growing up, that was a thing they were like, look, you need to look like that. So and you only saw one always thing. Always saw one thing. And I liked to eat when I was little. I remember my mom would tell you if she was she were here, she would tell you, yes, that girl was weird. But um, Wait, why? Why? Because there was that mean? pizza, right? And then so nobody would eat my second slice. I would take a bite of both at once so no one can eat my slice. Oh my gosh, Evelyn, you are such a princess. <laughs> I, I love you. You're not gonna take my slice away of pizza or with tacos. I would make sure I would take a bite on each one so no one would take it. Because I was like, no, you were looking out for yourself. Yeah, I, I hear you. Like, That's yes. my food. Why do you want to touch it? Like, yeah. I'm not going to starve. So, um, <laughs> growing up, weird. that was one thing. I also had, like, cousins. And I, my aunt, one of my aunts usually would tell us, like, you're fat. Mm -hmm. But then once, um, I felt like once I got to middle school and high school, the thicker girl vibe started coming out. People wanted a thick girl. Oh, thick, 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 or whatever. So then it changed from someone who was skinny and then later on, again, it changed again to the skinny girl style. And it's like, make up your mind. What do you want? What do you want to portray? So now... And who's telling us this is what we want? Yeah, like, who is it? Who's the one who is coming out into the world saying, like, no, that's what it is. But I feel like it's a trend that one person starts and then from right there, it just keeps on going. Hmm. Which I feel like that cycle should break off because not everybody's going to follow that. Not everybody is you. Everybody is different and everybody is your own type of person. So why are you trying to portray something that's not like this is what makes this rare yeah like we're all different individuals we are all unique in a certain way we all have different feelings we all have different opinions different thoughts we all look different so why do you feel like we should all have one same way of looking like no i don't think it should be like that like everybody is beautiful in their own way there's like one part yeah that's beautiful. Oh there's a lot of like I can be very I've noticed I'm very sentimental and emotional with certain things like with stuff like that. Yeah. But if you were to tell me, oh, you're ugly, I'm like, look, girl, there's some bigger things in the world than to be worrying about you telling me that I'm ugly. Why should I give two craps about that? Or like. Whereas other people will really sit down and take that as like. There is people who will do that, and that's where it. Like, remember back then, like my aunt, <laughs> I know it's a specific aunt would always tell me like, oh, you need to lose weight and you need to get yourself on a diet because you're getting big. 
if you dress up, you will look pretty. If you would do this, you will look nice. And I'm just like, well, hey, why do you keep telling myself that? And I would tell myself, like, okay, you should do that. But then I wouldn't really take it personal later on because I realized, like, okay, they're telling you this, but maybe they feel miserable in their own selves. So why are they telling exactly. me? And they're trying to just belittle me. And I would tell my mom, and mom's like, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. You're your own person. Don't listen to her. And I'm like, okay. So it really helped to have your mom there. Yeah, my mom like, would help me out, it. don't get me wrong, but I feel like I had to do a lot more with my own self because, and also Instagram, the positive quotes had a lot to do with like my shift up in it, yeah. And I guess my circle, my circle, yeah, we're all, we're all depressed at the moment. <laughs> we're all, but we're all, we all help each other out. We all like encourage ourselves, my little circle. So I love them so much. So that's like. So how do you, when you mentioned being depressed, like what helps you with your depression? Because especially so this quarantine. So I have, uh, and I like my depression, I guess it's not really seasonal. It's more like at all times. Like, okay. right now I'm happy and tomorrow I may just wake up feeling depressed and I don't know why. And I don't know why. But what I've been telling myself is that like, I've noticed I fight it off. I fight off the urge of staying home and I fight off the urge of going to sleep during the day and I try to just sleep at night because if I take a nap I would drastically I would shift like I would shift into being depressed another part would be if I'm not busy I know I should not make myself busy to not think of like the thoughts but like if I'm not busy I will I know I will just shut down completely like I would just okay show up so how do you practice, like, so I've heard examples of, like, how you own your badass inner yeah. goddess as your lingerie when you're out. So how do you make sure that when you're home with yourself, you still have your badass inner goddess with you? That's really hard because I don't know, honestly. I know my dogs help out a lot with something like that. Your babies, <laughs> I always yeah. play with them. My dog, he argues so with cute. me. <laughs> he argues with me, so he's always like, you know, he's a husky. Um, I feel like they have a lot to do with it. Um, they keep me, they, like, I play with them and I look at them and I'm like, oh, well, I don't know, it's just like, I honestly don't even know how I just fight off with it because I can't tell someone not to fight it off because it's always going to be there. The thoughts are always going to be there. Um, just in a way, I help it out by not thinking of it in a bad situation, but I'm an overthinker, so no matter what, it's going to be, it's going to be thought about. Yeah, and I think maybe too, give yourself permission, like you're not your thoughts. Yeah. like Your so history or your behaviors. Yeah. So I guess it has a lot to do with that. I don't know, I feel like I'm still working in a way because Mm-hmm. Three years ago, I would not tell you any of this. I would just be like, like I would probably be crying. <laughs> so, oh, I know. Oh, like, oh my god! Like what the hell? Like I'm telling you, I am a complete different person now. I feel like it because back then, well, not really. I feel like right now, as I'm old, getting older, whatever, like my childhood trauma and everything is like affecting me. But I'm trying hard to not affect it. I've gone. I'm not going to lie, in the past year I've gone to therapy because I needed... But that's great, though. Help. You needed... Yeah. yeah. Good for you and for seeing... I needed a big, big help because it was getting to the point where um, my panic attacks would come every other hour. And, like, oh, I would wow. just, like, I would end up in the hospital because I was severely depressed, severely anxiety, and a lot of uh, attacks. And I was like, what the heck? So yeah. I got the help. And... Um, 
part of it, like it helped me partially, don't get me wrong, they also helped me some aspects, but I feel like I still have a lot more growing to do and more, I guess it's just, um, I, get, I don't know how to explain that part out. Just feel like more growing and like learning how to live with how what's what's happening and giving yourself permission yeah. and grace and compassion yes. <laughs> right because it's needed yeah yeah because that's super brave for you to like go through this and then be like and i'm going to share my story about it mm -hmm. and when we sh when we hear another person share a story we're like oh i have this too and now i know i'm not alone but it's not alone and someone's walking with you versus someone being like oh this is what you need to look like mm -hmm. be do yeah. you know so that says like a lot about you you know so I think you're pretty amazing oh, thank <laughs> I think you're pretty amazing I know you mentioned earlier if you don't mind it's not too personal you mentioned PCOS yes like what would your advice be to other people who are going through that um so it kind of also well there's different types of PCOS okay. um mine is the one where I guess mine causes very bad like I uh, once you get my blood work drawn and it causes a lot of uh, mine has the infertility effect and it also has like my um, like, di like future diabetic like it could, it, it could lead to the way of that but it also has a lot more things so like I guess I would tell them honestly I don't really know what I can really tell them because I'm not gonna lie at the, I got diagnosed what at the end of July beginning of August and I was severely depressed like I would cry every day I would just tell myself like what the heck like my huge dream of having seven kids like okay I wanted just to birth five and adopt two but still like the part where like oh my gosh like having all these kids like running around that I want um may not really be able to happen one day because mm -hmm. I have to go through IVF I have to go through all of that and sometimes that doesn't work and um, I have talked to my friends who have like tried to cheer me up and they told me well you can always think of like adoption and all that. I'm like yeah I can think of that but which I do want to do that because I've thought about it even before but it's just the part where you just feel like wow like I can't do that like so I don't really know what advice to give on somebody to that just because I'm still learning it's still a, a walking process to do it's still a learning process so I'm still trying to see how to learn from it but one thing I can say is just become more aware if you are going through it um, I guess speak to your doctor have a good support system because if you don't have a good support system like you can like shut down like basically just shut down because it's, it's depressing it gets depressed um, and it is painful like with me I get pains like at the beginning when I was starting my uh, my pills um, the top pills that they gave me Mm -hmm. I would have like a, if somebody was stabbing me on my ovaries so it was like hard and I was just like what the heck is going on so it's like I don't know it really depends I'm still like learning right there so there's that part you know as someone looking at this from the outside what I can see is like how you like took care of your body even more and you cherished it mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I may not know the dark inner moment moments because I'm not there but like how you I mean, you're always, like, done up on the outside, but, like, I've seen the shift in what, terms of what the food and stuff you bring to work. Like, you're here for a boudoir shoot, how you taught you talk to yourself, how you love yourself, how you respected yourself. So, like, I just want to commend you because you, you could have taken another route 
and like I say like wear an inverted stiletto like something that hurts you and been like okay body x y and z da, da, da. but like it's like you're going in and you're really taking care mm-hmm. of your lingerie yeah I guess you can say that honestly I never looked at it that way I guess it's more cause like back then I mean it's not the first time that something like a diagnosis has kind of like shifted me out uh-huh. because like um back then i was diagnosed with something else but it was a false diagnosis because when i went to another doctor they were like you don't have that so why are they telling uh-huh. you this so that's why this time i made sure to go to two different doctors and hey can you tell me because Good idea. my mom was like i told my mom she's like that's not true no it's not like you cannot have that and I'm like, it is true. She's like, no, 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 I'm going to make you some teas and you're going to be fine. And I'm just like, Aww. oh, my God. Like, it does not work with teas. She's like, I don't know. No, 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 you're not going to believe what they tell. I was like, okay. So then um, later on, I guess she started learning more about it because um, my half-sister has the same thing, but hers was um. like really bad. Like hers, um, I think only two of her kids actually made it. Just for an hour, though. They were uh, born with defects and, like, kind of in a... Not really stillborn, but one of them was stillborn. The other one was just alive for an hour. And then the rest, it was more potential miscarriages. So, I guess, like... I guess she, after she learned about that, she was like, Wow, like, well, how, how do you get it? And I'm like, well, apparently it's genetic. So, well, like, you... It comes down. So, I don't know, like, how it happens. But there's that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't so know. Like, so yeah, no, that's a lot. And like being, and I love the fact that you went to two different doctors. Yeah, because I, it's like, okay, so I, at first I didn't want to do that because it's like when customers come to work and we measure them and we tell them something and they're like, I don't believe that. And then <laughs> they go and buy something else and it doesn't fit them. And then you fit them again and they're like, I don't believe that. So I felt like I was being that customer. But then I yeah. was like, no, because this is a this serious, is this is serious, this is an actual diagnosis, this is actual treatment that you have to go through, this is your life, this isn't just a bra that you can put on and it changes out. So I told myself, go to another doctor, and Randy told me another good do- doctor in New Braunfels, and I went, and they told me, and I was like, oh, okay, and I was like, just wanted to verify because I was in denial, and I just really wanted to know. I'm so proud of you so, for, like, advocating for yourself. Yeah, I was like, ugh. Yeah, it was it was harsh. I don't remember how you said this, so kind of transitioning a little bit. It was during our shoot, and you said something about, like, not leaving a soul, of any part of your soul out. I think we were talking about, like, molds and putting ourselves in molds and, like, not being in it. I guess, what, was it when it? I said that oh I told myself that I'm not gonna allow another soul to get in to have a connection with my soul if it's not gonna match on with the same energy yes. it's like I guess you can also say it more it comes with like your partners cause like with me I'm not just gonna talk to like oh, I was telling you about the candidates oh yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> I'm gonna get cuffed out and you're like oh yeah are you talking to anyone I was like I have potential candidates but I don't know about them <laughs> and I'm like Maybe we should talk about this. How do you have candidates you don't know about? Why are they candidates? <laughs> They're candidates because I, I'm picky. I'm very picky. I, my friends have told me that. And they told me, you need to lower yourself down. You need to just calm down and talk. Give people the opportunity to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Because what why do you think that you can't talk to this person? I'm like, I don't know. Like, and they're like, well, why just give them a try? You just never know. 
And so I've been doing that. I'm like, you know what? I need to stop being so picky. But there's a reason why I'm so picky because they don't meet my standards. So I'm just like, it's not what I want. And I feel like I've noticed and I've seen and I've witnessed so many people settling for less that they're worth way more. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. But I hope I don't end up doing that <laughs> because some people just give up. And I, which is one thing, which is what I was talking about, the souls and different things like that. I'm like, I don't want to give my soul to somebody else and share that connection if I, if it's not going to be worth, worth it. Like, it's not, like, why would, it's very valuable to me. Like, my soul, like, a soul connection to me, it's very, like... It's something that I don't just want to connect with just anybody. Like, I want it to be, like, special and something like that. So that's why when I tell you, like, oh, potential candidates, like, because I don't know. Because I don't really trust. I don't have great trust skills. Like, I'm very much of I trust my own self, but I don't trust anybody else. That's how I can So that's one thing which I do need to work on it. But I just feel like I've been lied to and, like, told different things multiple times. So now I just, I'm like. We're just going to see what happens. <laughs> so that's what makes them a candidate. Yeah, so that's what makes them a candidate. I'm like, mm. <laughs> You're so cute. I forget that I'm a grown-up sometimes because I'm like, oh, like, let's just leave them on red. But then I'm like, stop, because you don't like when they do that to you. So why do you do that? I'm like, oh, I don't even have my read receipts on. Oh, well, not even that. It's on Snapchat or like <laughs> oh, that's up there. Instagram. Okay. So I'm like, oh. So you have to. Yeah, it's very different. I don't know. You know, I, I tell myself I want potential candidates, but honestly... I feel like I'm too comfortable with myself. I I don't want to I don't want to lose what I have with myself. I am, I love myself for who I am and I don't want someone to try to come in and change it. Mm-hmm. I also don't want someone else to like it would be okay to like oh well, we can merge a whole energy together and we can like build something and we can like be beautiful and amazing together, but I don't want someone who is going to just come in and like put me down shout me out like and you should like make me go back into a dark box like a hole that i don't deserve to be in because i know who i am and i know what i'm worth i love that and i think like and i'm a huge metaphorical person so like tying everything together from everything you've shared today from like the thoughts to kind of like the journeys to unveiling yourself to like just everything that's going on um this is all like that's all what your soul is connecting to. So mm-hmm. they're all potential candidates. If a thought's a bad thought, well, that's a bad potential candidate. We need to nix yeah, them. Like, uh, you know? And I have, I feel like I'm also trying to change who I put, just date because Jasmine. Evelyn. <laughs> we are being honest. My friends would tell you that I have a very bad selection of. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're telling me that on a podcast, then it's gotta be real. <laughs> Yes, my friends have told me, girl, what is that? I don't know, but it's just, I don't know. So that's why I'm changing the way that I see, like, my candidates, because they're like, you go for people who don't value you, don't see you, they just like the idea of you, but they don't actually connect or feed you, like, you don't have a connection, and they don't meet your standards, like... So how are we changing this? Um... (laughs) <laughs> Look at your face. You all should see your face right now. She's just like, <laughs> I'm making sure that I am dating someone who is has goals. Like they're they're very like they're That's ambitious. Good. Like yeah, you have pushing goals. themselves. You if you plan on staying where you're at right now, it's okay. I'm not gonna lie. It's okay to do that. But like, 
is where you're at right now perfect? Is it good? Or is there any way that we can work up and build higher, like become more greater than just from where it's at? Like from my past, the previous ones, like I guess they were, they just wanted to settle for anything. And for me, it's like, no, I have goals. Like I need to graduate college. That's one thing I'm here for, graduate grad school. I want to build. I want to be able to build my own home. I want to build an empire. I want to be a CEO. Hello, do you know? Have you not met me? I, I'm I'm a very like person who it's like come on like I have yeah top 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 top. I have to keep going. That's my thing. But I feel like a lot of them they just want and I've heard it a lot. I just want a wife or a girl. That's another thing. I just want a girl who's gonna come home and have the food ready for me. And I'm like ah oh, no, that's not gonna be. I know how to cook. Don't get me wrong. Right. And I love the kitchen. I get down in the kitchen. It's not bad. People have told me, like, your food is amazing. I said, thank you. But I also want someone to know, like, hey, it's not all about doing all those duties that you want me to do because it's also about me. It's not just about you. Think about the mm -hmm. other person. Think about the fact that what what do we want to do to make ourselves better? Like, I don't know. It just has a lot to do with stuff like that. Like, they also... People nowadays don't want to marry. I am... I want to get married. I don't just want to, like... Oh. Courtney and I were talking about that. Um, like, how marriage hasn't been, like, now, like, you see the word husband and wife, it's almost not sexy. So it's, it's not, not, like, considered as sacred as, like, it's really meant to be. It's, yeah. like, kind of not, like, a... I hate to say downstep, but, like, in a and way. I, and I was telling her, because a lot of people, the girls I work were telling us that we need to move in with the guy first and then see we want to marry them. And I said, no, 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 no. I guess because my belief is different. And Courtney believed the same thing that I said. She was like, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, a lot of them were saying, well, you need to see how they are. If they, if, do they clean? Are they this? And I was like, well, if you're dating someone during the dating process, you will be able to know how they are. Also, if you go to their place, you will know how they are right there. But if you're gonna date, like if you wanna move in together and you're gonna marry that person, you're gonna marry them for who they are. You're gonna accept them for what they bring and what they're bringing for you and not try to complain because you knew what they came with. You knew the baggage that was being carried. You knew how they acted, you knew how they were. So why are you complaining now? And a lot of them were telling us, like, no, you need to see because what if you have to move in together and then if you guys, what if y'all don't work out living together? I'm like, well, that's why when you get married, you're being married. They tell you, oh, like, what's going to, you're going to fight. You're going to go through things and okay, like, you're going to go through that. And it's part of the cycle of marriage. You're going to go through different processes. Don't get it wrong. But you're going to accept that person for who they are and for what they come with. So why are you, like, a lot of them were like, no, like, let's just change it out. And I'm just like, no, like, the whole purpose of like that it's because you two are gonna be together gonna be meant to be together and i just feel like they just want to move in and that's it they don't want to seek anything else and like for me i i don't know i just my thoughts on moving in together it's not a great thing so. well it's good though that you're like within everyone says different truths it's good that you're yeah. walking yours and not allowing yourself to be shaken like and i feel like it has like a lot I guess I've seen it a lot. A lot of the girls, like, now they do try to do that. But um, I grew up more, in a way, I'm kind of old school, you know, like, get my education, get married. Because I, 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 I want to do that. I want to get married. That is one future goal for me. I want to get married and then move in together. I just feel weird moving in together with someone before that. So that's why I told her because it doesn't give them, like, they're, I feel like in their head they think, okay, we're already living together. Why do I have to propose to them? 
Mm-hmm. Why do I have to get married with them? And then kids start coming in the way. Well, not really in the way. I'm sorry, it sounded wrong. But kids but start, they mean, start like, coming in the picture. So other and stuff comes, other into, stuff the comes focus. into the focus. But yeah. we don't really have anything. We're just living together. I see it. We're living together. We're dating. We have kids, but we're not married. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you? If you already have this whole, you, this whole empire, this whole beautiful thing created, why don't you wanna go on and make it a fit? Like you know, I don't know. It's just. Marriage has always been a thing to me, for me. That's beautiful that you still see it as Yeah, sacred. and I still see it that way. So that's why whenever, like, I'm telling you, the candidates, they, like, talk about, like, oh, like, we should, like, move <laughs> oh it. I'm like, no, I don't think you guys know that. I want to get married. I don't, I'm not just a girl who is willing to settle for whatever right then and there. No, I want to get married. I, even if it's just right now through the, uh, through the court, like, we can get married and then later on plan the wedding, like, an actual, because I want to get married through the church. That's my thing. Get married to the church in front of God. That's what I've always wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I've told Millie, too, and uh, Randy, I know what church we're getting married in. I know everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you have, like, a Pinterest board set up? No, I just know where it's you at. You know the I whole just thing. I know the whole thing. I know what city. So, I'm like, I already know. And this has always been my That's dream. That's good, though. Which is why I'm like, when they have candidates, I'm like... You're really not worth my time talking to you. So, because if they don't seek out, a lot of them now, they're young. Yeah, they may be young. And some of them have a great mindset, don't get me wrong. But they just want to move in. They don't want to get married. And I'm not for that. I don't think I'm worth more than that than just one of you want to get married, like move in. Like, I'm I mean, more that's more. awesome, though, that like you own your standards. You're like, this is my goddess standard of where I yeah, am. Yeah, because it's like, if you don't do that, then they're going to get too comfortable and it's like why are you gonna get comfortable if i know it's not there it's not being met like maybe to them their expectations are being met but not for me so no no what does if i say like the term unveil yourself as a goddess what does that mean for you Mm. i know it's like a big question there's no wrong answer what do you mean can you like elaborate like how do you like like you're talking about kind of like your standards and how like you walk in your truth and walk in your standards and like the energies that you don't allow into your soul like even taking a little bit of a segue here even like you like sometimes I think we can find ourselves with someone to try and fix them up without realizing we're allowing that thing that needs to be fixed up into our soul right but like in your entire journey and the journey of a goddess to me is like a journey inside of yourself to find different layers of yourself and it sounds like you took off the layer of what other people might have said about you and they said out of love but it was the wrong kind of love it's not the kind of love that you need to grow you took off the layer of your diagnosis taking off the layer of the depression taking off the layer of what society says so what does unveiling yourself as a goddess so like you know we were mentioning all of that so like growing up love was not really love or like the type of love that i was being shown was more like oh here mm. like it wasn't really actual love like i noticed i didn't have any affection so growing up it was hard for me to show it like whenever i did show it like which is where i got really hurt and i was like scared i was like wow like who is this person like i have feelings like what the heck i know it's weird wait what do you mean like when you showed love you got hurt or yeah when i was showing love so like but i mean i didn't allow that part to like affect anything else it did scare me it did like scare me like to like love like show love to any other person but i've noticed now because of that and i'm like okay well like it's because i was raised differently but like now in a way honestly I, i switched that around and i'm like you know what stop being that way because not everybody likes to be 
shown cold love they like to be shown actual love where you show that you care about them so yeah that's i guess i don't know i don't really know if i'm making sense no you are but like i'm more of a oh hey like um just wanted to remind you like i thought about you like i wanted to get you this i also sh- uh, i show love by gifting people stuff like that's what i do um so i also but i still try to remind them and show and express different ways of me caring so that way they know that i i'm there that like hey i'm here i know i care for you i love you and everything because when i was growing up i didn't have, it was just more like so unveiling yourself as a goddess is being love but yeah. you had the courage to make love that like tastes like champagne to your soul yeah. like i made sure i loved myself the way that i wanted to be loved so i'm yeah. showing that same love out to other people and not the way that i was taught about it yeah i love it that's yeah, so it's very beautiful. like yeah so I have two last questions for you. One, what is what what is one thing you want every woman to know about ourselves? I want them to know about themselves. Um, I guess you can say that. Oh, this is hard. I don't know because I have many different things that we can like. I want to tell everybody else, but then I guess you can just say that um, we are we are boss ladies because we are. Yes. That's one thing. We're boss ladies. We're the boss. So embrace it i love it (laughs) snaps what so your lingerie is like badass like this badass bitch lingerie right what is the most amazing thing about like feeling and owning yourself as badass it's the confidence in it that comes with it it's the like all right girl where you better work that fucking thing you better move your fingers snap (laughs) your hair grab your hair um you know do the whole little thing it's the confidence that comes with it and it's like you are loving who you are right there like you are being confident with your own body with your own self your self-esteem isn't down because you're you feel like yourself like you don't have to hide and that's how i guess you can say that well thank you it's very like (laughs) that's beautiful (laughs) and you're such an inspiration the fact that you can go through all these different metamorphoses Mm -hmm. and every metamorphosis of you got like a clearer version of you. You didn't allow yourself to become tainted. And you're like, no, this is more Evelyn. And every time you need to rise to the occasion or come home more to your goddess crystal, you did. And I feel like also the... What had to do a lot with that change was getting out of the place that was bringing me down. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to move. It's okay to move, not want to be close to family. It's okay to not... To keep your friends, your like long-term relationships like distance and for a while because maybe they they probably didn't know but they were the ones who were bringing me down and that's what was happening to me I it was, can be scary but yeah, look, what, scary, ha- look but what happened because you did it because if i was still back home right now probably going to school over there or just working i would not be who i am right now i would probably I be more honestly if i was honest with you i probably wouldn't be here today i think really like, yeah i don't think i would be here today wow. because it would just be very it would be very bad like I would allow my depression to hit this, hit really hard to where I would just not be here. Um, And I feel like moving here helped me out with everything. Like, yes, I got depressed here. Don't get me wrong. I was still depressed because it was a new change. I, I do, I don't do well with change sometimes. I have to adjust. It's hard to adjust sometimes. But I'm really glad that I met the people who I met with because they've all taught me different things and I was also able to open myself up and I was able to be um, exposed to new different things that I wasn't over there. 
and I don't know it's just like I can be myself here and over there it's like you just have to be who everybody portrays you out to be yeah, and I so, hope sometime there can be, a, you know, where the album that you become here has be, became the same one that takes over yeah. the world. I mean, I, yeah, you know? I, hope, I hope that that comes out to one day. Also, I learned how to find myself here. I learned that I learned who I was, so it's one thing that I would always be grateful for. Girl, once you know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> once you know that. Well, thank you for coming on. No and problem. <laughs> I love, like, just thank you for your stories and for your just, like, authenticity and just being you because it takes a lot to do your reps but you did them mm -hmm. and your badass lingerie it may, be, it may be a struggle with 365 days a year but it's okay every but day, you're every day is a learning process every day Pre -Adrian Lima moments in Adrian Lima yes every day it's a very a different day so what better what new thing are you going to do that day that's going to be better and it's going to make you feel better so yeah. I say it that way now I love it. Well, thank you. No Keep problem. glowing. Keep doing your thing. And yeah, the world needs you. The world needs you. So, beautifuls, I know you've enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I have. And I really hope this inspires you to remember, like, hey, I am badass. So, next time you walk through a mirror, be like, snap your fingers. Think of Evelyn here and be like, you know what? I am badass. I can do this. I can redefine myself and I can be my own lingerie. I don't mm -hmm. have to be anyone else. So, I love you. Your body is your lingerie full of the softest, sexiest, most sensual, luxuriously beautiful lace in the world. Make it be your truth on you.